Hello guys, welcome back to episode 3. Today we're going to be talking about vacations. Before we do that, quick warning. Everything we talk about here is true, based on true stories. Everything we talk about actually happened to me or my siblings in the past. So these might be tough top topics of discussion. Alright, time to jump into this episode. Alright, so... We're going to talk about vacations, as I stated at the beginning. But I'm not going to talk about any particular story like individually I'm not going to pick one vacation from my past I'm going to talk about all of the different vacations like certain things throughout them but before we do that uh, also the reason why we're doing it that way is because every vacation has played out pretty much the same in my childhood whether it was for me or for my siblings it always ended with John which is my mom's ex beating us or yelling at us and then and then beating us or beating one of us in particular, or generally just me, but a lot of times, none of us were safe. Uh, some of us were safe, newborns, younger ones, you know, if you're four, five, six, you're, you're pretty much safe. Um, if you were eight, you were not safe. If you were ten, you weren't safe. But as being the oldest of the family, I was never safe, and we'll get into a couple of quick stories, and then I'll go into, in, into it a little bit more, and then whatnot. So, one time we were going to the beach and we went to the beach in a few different states on the east coast um, one time we went to the beach and I was like 13 years old about 13 years old maybe 12 around 12 to 13 years old we were going to the beach and we, we get there and I said some snarky comment to my mom which sidetrack here I have an issue with the saying, don't talk back. I don't have an issue with it, with what it means, because I know what it means now. I know what it means, I know the correct usage of that, of that phrase. John never learned the correct usage, and neither did my mother, because they would use it always. John comes home from work, don't talk back to me. No one had said shit yet. He, you know, you, you go to say hi to him, you or whatever, you, you try to be polite, don't talk back to me. He asks you a question, he wants an answer. And he would say, don't talk back to me, and if you don't answer my question, you're going to get your ass kicked. Now your options there are talk and get your ass kicked, or don't talk and get your ass kicked. Not really sure what the fuck you're supposed to do to not get your ass kicked. So when I was a kid, I didn't understand what don't talk back meant, because my mom and John used it all the like there was not one in particular time where they would use it for anything they would just use it always they'd be like so is it true that you hit your brother don't talk back well yeah I had don't talk back oh you, you want to talk back they want to talk about you you're gonna be dead <laughs> and it's always like what and then if you're like if they would go did you hit your brother and you're just like he didn't say anything. Oh, you don't, you don't answer me. All right. Time to kick your ass. Like, really? That was your reaction with both answers? Yes, I did hit him. No, I didn't hit him. Or no response whatsoever. And uh, I still get my ass kicked. All right, John. You are the worst type of person. We haven't even got to some of the bad stuff yet. Like, we've talked about it, a couple things in the first two episodes, but we haven't really talked about his some of the bad things. I feel like next episode's gonna be called traps. We're gonna talk about. No, they're gonna, it's gonna be called like inventions or 
contraption, something stupid like that. And we're going to talk about everything he built that was meant to torture us. And there was there was a lot of torture devices. But we're talking about vacations uh, today. So we went to one of the beaches that we would go to. And we, we get there. And I said some stupid snarky comment back to my mom. And this time I was actually the correct terminology of talking back. And John gets out of the car, rips the door the door open, which was a sliding door because I was sitting in the back of the van. Rips the van door open, climbs in, kind of, but like leaning over the seat because I was in the far back. And he hits me. And he brings his arm back and he hits me again. And he hits me again. And he goes to hit me a fourth or fifth time. And a person I do not know who's parked a few car spots away, car lengths away, gets out of her car and yells, I'm calling the police. John slams the sliding car door, and again, I'm not saying my name or any of my siblings' names to keep things sort of vague and sort of, you know, make sure that I don't cause them any problem in case one of their friends hear this, not that I think they will, uh, but John gets back in the car and we take off, and he says, if you want to want to blame anyone for the fact that we have to leave, blame Zero, which meant me, I'm not saying my real name, I'm just going to use the words, I'm just going to use the name Zero, blame Zero, and I'm so everyone on the way home, which the beach was about a three-hour, this beach in particular was about a three-hour drive from home uh, at the time. So it was my fault, and everyone was mad at me, everyone hated me, no one wanted to talk to me, we just drove home in silence. Didn't go to the beach, we had planned to go there for the weekend, it was like, it was like either Thursday night or a Friday night, we were going to go there until either Sunday night or Monday morning. And... We didn't end up doing that. Didn't go swimming, just went home. I wasn't allowed to eat because I was the reason we didn't get to stay. That was another one of the punishments that we had on trips when we would go on so-called vacations. When, when you would leave from the vacation, you know, either for a few days, a weekend, or if you, if you go to the one that's a much further drive away from where my, at the time, family was living, and you do a week-long vacation in, in one of the states near a beach, you would... Uh, you know, on the way home or whatever, you would get something to eat because that's just what you did. But one of the punishments that they that John really liked was, oh, I'm mad at you, which means I'm not going to pay to feed you, which means you don't get food. <laughs> so uh, a lot of trips I didn't get to eat. They go home, get get home, be hungry, and go inside and go to bed hungry because it's late not gonna make something to eat when you get when got home wasn't allowed to do that so there was a lot of times where I would just be hungry a lot of times where I'd want something to eat but I didn't get something to eat because that just wasn't allowed um another time oh well other thing is if, if you knew John's middle name which I figured out the way I figured it out no one believes me but that's okay uh I figured it out by hearing my mom and John talk about John's father, and they mention fa his father's, one of his, I don't know if it's his last name, or his middle name, but they mentioned one of uh, John's father's names, and then I saw a letter that had, I saw like an actual like physical letter, like a bill that came in the mail for John that had the initial of the middle name, and I, I just input it there, and I was like, these, this is your middle name, and that's how I figured it out. But if you knew his middle name, on vacation, I've said it twice in the past, and both times, I got my ass kicked. The second time was because I was trying to prove a point, and, and I was an idiot, 
But basically what happened was I went, eh, I know your middle name because I said it last time. And John went, no, you don't know my middle name. And I was like, yeah, last time I said your middle name, you kicked my ass. And John went, I don't care if you know my middle name. I won't get mad at you. I won't beat you. Prove to me that you know my middle name. So being a kid and being a dumbass, I said his middle name. To which he proceeded to kick my ass. So I, I ran from there and I stayed away for a few hours to try to let him calm down. Because I didn't want to keep getting my ass kicked. And I went to a convenience store and I went inside the convenience store and I was bored. I don't even know how we got into the conversation. I got onto this conversation at the time, but I was bored. And one of the shopper, the shop people that worked li- worked there, handed me a broom and was like, "Hey, want to help out? You can sweep. And we'll give you some money. Give you a soda. Give you some. Give you like some chips or something." And I was like, "All right." So I cleaned up, did some sweeping, swept the sidewalk, swept inside, helped stock some things, and then when I left, I they gave me a I they were like take a. So- drink a sandwich bag of chips and I'm off the shelf and you're you're, you're all set they gave me, I did that and they gave me like 20 bucks and I got to take the drink and the chips and the uh, sandwich and I left and that was fun then I got in trouble for being you know for staying away for so long but it's like you will yeah well John was mad I didn't know if he wasn't mad so I wasn't gonna come back if he's still angry with me that'd be stupid because yeah and there was times on vacations where we would actually have a good time, and when we had good times, it was we had fun. But it was it was always, you know, you're having a good time, you're having a good time, and some party at the back of your mind is always going, nothing's going wrong, nothing's going wrong. What do you mean? But how could nothing be going wrong? I'm on, I'm on vacation, and, and John's here. Something has to go wrong soon. Uh, as an example, one time, we went to the place where we'd go for a week. It was on a beach. It was a different beach than the one we usually go to, but this because it was like a seven-hour drive, six, six, six and a half, seven-hour drive. But you know, you you, may, you take that long trek, and then you're there for a week, so you have a good time, or in theory, you have a good time. But we were having a good time, and um, John would get everyone but me lobster, but that's fine. I'm I'm allergic to lobster. He would get everyone lobster, and he would chase people around with a lobster. You know, like ah, I'm gonna, it's gonna get you, and you'd run away, like oh god, he's gonna get me. And he would do that to my younger siblings, and they're just having fun. Like obviously, like the lobster still has its, you know, its rubber bands on its claws, and he's holding it, and you, you, they're still four or five feet away. So there's nothing violent there. There's nothing bad there. That's something that can be fun if if done correctly. I mean, it could also instill fear into little kid, and they could be scared of lobsters forever. But if you do it to the right age and you do it properly, it's fun and it's enjoyable, and it was fun and enjoyable, and everyone had a good time. And, he, you know, if I was sleeping, he'd put it on my chest, and then I'd feel, like, the little legs start crawling, and you, know, you, you feel, like, eight legs, and then the underbelly start moving on you, and you're like, what the hell is that? In, in your sleep, you have no idea. It could be an octopus, it could be a spider, it could be some weird alien creature your mind just invents. So I, I would wake up and toss it, like, oh, God, what the hell is that? Oh, it's a lobster. And then everyone would laugh and have a good, and, you know, get a good chuckle out of it, and you'd be like, you're so stupid. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, at the time, I was like, ah, I hate people. But nothing wrong with that. Inherently, nothing wrong with that. But those would always end with violence. Like, those are good moments. Uh, uh, that same trip, that, that same trip was, I said his middle name, ended badly. Uh, my mom was pregnant with one of my siblings. I don't know which one. Uh, I don't remember which one. I, I've got you know, too many to remember all of them when they're, like, what we were doing exactly when we were born. Um, but that, that part doesn't even matter. 
and I was away from the everyone else because John had just gotten done beating me and yelling at me, and I was just tired of it, so I left, went for a walk. And it was lunchtime, so I didn't know if they were going to eat, I didn't know when they were going to eat, I didn't know if I was going to eat till supper, I didn't care, I just didn't want to get hit again. I came back like two hours later, and they had a box of pizza, but everyone had already eaten. And there was like one slice left, which... Whatever, it's one slice. They, they were they were the triangle ones, so they weren't like little squares. They were the triangle pieces, so it's still small, but whatever. I'm a kid. That's good enough. What I didn't know, because I'm a kid and I've been gone for a couple hours, is for whatever reason, John has eaten. All my siblings have eaten, but my mom has not eaten. And she, remember, she's pregnant. And her reasoning for not eating, I found out later, was she wanted to make sure all the kids were good. I'm the oldest. In my head, if you're pregnant, you eat first. I don't care. I can eat last. I mean, now I'll just go get my own food. I, back then, my family, I mean, I, back then, like, my family just didn't have money. Um, so I, I didn't care that, I, I, in my head, I was like, I don't care if I eat last. I don't care if I have to wait till later. You eat but I didn't know that at the time when I was a kid coming back from being gone for a few hours. So I, I get my slice of pizza and I eat, not all of it, and I put it back in the box and I'm like, well, does anyone else need this? No one answers me. So I just, I don't throw it in the trash. I throw it next to the trash. Like I put it on the counter or the bench that's near the trash. And I just put it there and I'm just like, whatever, done. And then I got yelled at because my mom hasn't eaten yet. I got yelled at by John for that. And I was like, how would I, how did I know, how would I know that? And they said that reason, and I'm like, okay, it's fine, I guess, but I've been gone for a few hours. Why wouldn't she eat? And also, why did John eat? I know he's controlling and manipulative, and he's an asshole, but John should have let, John should have let, made sure there was food there for all my siblings, the younger ones specifically, then the older ones, and definitely my mom, because she was pregnant. He should have eaten last or made sure there was enough food for everyone and then him he made sure there was food for him and then everyone else he was always the most important person didn't matter what we were doing or where we were going doesn't matter if we were at home vacation or somewhere else uh i know another thing that would always happen on these vacations is they would they would at near the end of all of them it didn't matter if it was John's fault, my fault, one of my siblings' fault. Something would always go wrong. And sometimes it was because, sometimes it was me, but sometimes one of my siblings. Even if one of the, my siblings or myself had misbehaved in any way, like got into an argument with one of their siblings, maybe we started, you know, mine, 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 not sharing anything. Maybe we took all of the toys, maybe we were on the beach, and we're just like, no, I'm not sharing anything. Or we got angry and we shoved one of our siblings down. Stuff like that did happen. But stuff, when that stuff happens, generally speaking, you pull that kid aside, not violently, you like, hey, come here, I need to talk to you. And you talk to them, and maybe you punch them with, you know, depending on their age, a timeout, or you go make them sit in the car, or you make them sit on the bench, or you're like, you know what, you're, when we get home, or when we get back from here, you're going to bed early, you're, we're going to have supper, but you're going to bed early. But that's not how John would do it. No. Grab you by the arm, he yanks you to the side, and starts screaming in your face, like a centimeter away, like you, his nose and your nose might as well be touching because of how close he is, and he's sitting there screaming at you, and you can see his hatred, and you can see his eyes and everything glinting through the glass of his glasses, and through the frames of his glasses, and he's sitting there screaming at you, 
And then if you try to talk or don't talk or just stand there and listen, even if you're terrified, it's going to end with you getting hit. It's going to end with you getting smacked. It's going to end with you getting kicked, punched, hit, sometimes bit. And then he would get yelled at by a random person I don't know. Maybe the police. Or the, th the police would be threatened to be called. And the way that always ended was, everyone get in the car. We're leaving. And we'd leave. Or it would end with... It would always end with us driving home in silence. Didn't matter what vacation we went to, we always drove back in silence because John was always in a foul mood, and sometimes it was because he's an idiot, and actually every time it was because he's an idiot, but sometimes it was just because he's an idiot, or sometimes it was we did something that upset him, and I'm not going to give him credit for the times that we upset him because, again, you know, you have a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old. They're going to fight, and then the way you resolve it is by being a, f a man in your 40s, and you beat the shit out of the 12 year old <laughs> hold on a second no if you're a normal human being you do not beat the crap out of a kid period there's no reason no excuse to do something like that I don't care who you are I don't care what reason you have or what reason you give there is no reason to ever violently assault a child if you're playing with the kid and you have like a little tickle fight fine if, you know, you jokingly have an arm wrestle and you have to make it look like you're going to beat them and then you let them win, fine. But you don't beat the living crap out of them. You don't have them come home from a vacation or wherever you went with a black guy bleeding, maybe stitches. You don't send them to the hospital because you're a big man and you have to prove that you're strong and scary. No, you're not scary. You were never scary. You... You're probably the weakest type of person out there, because you get you're beating up a kid. You're you're beating up a kid that doesn't make you ter that doesn't make you terrifying. That makes you a coward. That makes you pathetic. Your only way of getting your so you know the only way of getting your I'm strong. The only way to make yourself feel good is to beat up a kid. That's sad. Pathetic. You violently beat up a kid to a point where that kid has to go to school and lie. Or that kid has to accept that he's going to go home and lock himself in his room. Or get locked in his room. Or stuck in the basement. Because his other option is to... To what? You can't have a kid stand... A kid's not going to stand up to an adult. Doesn't end well, ever. Until they start getting older, then it ends fine. But like when the kid is 10 and they get attacked by a 40-something-year-old, that kid is just going to assume... I don't know what they're going to assume. I know what I assumed, but I can't speak for every kid out there. But they're never going to assume anything good. Like I assumed that I was the problem. I assumed that... I knew what John was doing was wrong. I couldn't prove it. I was going to listen to a kid. School listened, but then, you know, I'd go to school and tell them the truth, and then they would uh, notify the people they needed to, uh, they, you know, they would def uh, notify child services, then child services would show up, and everyone would lie to cover him. Because they were scared of John. Which, that doesn't help. If a kid is saying, hey, <laughs> see this black eye? because that asshole punched me and then everyone else is like nah you fell 
And then Child Services leaves? What help was Child Services? They weren't. They were not helpful. And I dealt with that, and all my siblings dealt with that, whether it was at whether it was during you know the summer when we went on vacation, and, or we were going on a trip for the weekend during you know school time, which we did that occasionally, not a lot, but we did that occasionally. I can think of two times we did that, and that was probably the only two times we did that. But we always dealt with that, no matter what was going on. It was always violent. It was always atrocious. Uh, one time on on a trip, I, I, for whatever reason, I had the family camera, and I, I, we were never really allowed to use the camera, so I don't know why this one time I was, I had it. I think I, it might have been like one of my siblings was newborn or something, and my mom wanted me to get some pictures of like her holding him and him playing in the water, but like you know on the edge of the water, so he's not in the water, but like enjoying that. And I was taking those pictures, and then there was a shot that I was able to get or tried to get that had everybody in it. Mom, John, and all my siblings. And I was like, this is a good picture. And I took that picture. But apparently taking a picture of John is also the same as walking up to John and threatening to shoot whatever the hell he cares about. Because he got angry. He became distant. Which, good, he became distant. Congratulations. No one has to deal with him. Thank fucking God. Except, when he became distant this time, he went inside his head and started thinking started planning. I don't know what. Found out later it was to beat the shit out of me. Got angry that I took a picture. No one told me he didn't want his picture taken until after I took the picture. Thank you for that heads up. Could have been like, here's the camera. Take pictures of everybody. Leave John out of it because he doesn't like his picture taken. No, didn't say that. Just, hey, take some pictures of the family. Okay. And I took pictures of everybody. Like two or three of John. Bad idea. Again, that was on vacation. Every single vacation I can think of that involves my family and John always ended with John beating the crap out of somebody. It wasn't always me. Most of the times it was me because I was the oldest, which meant I was the one they assaulted the most. I can think of times that he beat up my sisters. I can think of times he beat up some of my other brothers. And everyone was terrified of him. Everyone. No one knew how to speak up to him or talk to him because of who he was. Not because he, he was somebody's father. No, but because... How do you... How do you go to the authorities, even if they're there... Because what if they don't do something, I guess? What if your school doesn't do something? I always spoke up because I knew I was going to get beat no matter what I did no one else spoke up and they were scared of him and I don't blame them I do not blame them for being terrified of him because if you told them he was wrong or you disagreed with him even if he's clearly in the wrong both morally and illegally even if it was just morally he, he didn't care uh, many times so vacations always ended in violence and no one spoke up no one tried to stop him uh, there was times where I would yell at him or tell him I didn't like it whatnot. That didn't end well either. But no one else spoke up to him. No one else tried to stop him. No one else did anything about it. It was always, John is going to be a, fil a violent person because that's who he is. That's not an excuse. That's not a good reason why. I can think of, well, if that's the case, then maybe I should go be violent to somebody, and if they try to stop me, I can go, well, 
That's just who I am. I'm a violent person. It's not a good it's not a good excuse. Something that always bothered me and something we're gonna to touch upon right here, because why not? It makes sense to put it here. I one time beat the crap out of one of my siblings. They had to go to the hospital. I was at the time I was probably actually no, I can figure out exactly what that was. I was ten. Almost eleven. And I got angry with one of my siblings over something something that I should have gotten angry over, like something that like looking back, like no, what he did was anno what my brother did was annoying but I went too far, he did something that I should have been like, hey listen, don't do that please, this is why this bothers me that would have been fine, I picked him up and slammed him head first into the floor so he had to go to the hospital, he had to get like the bump looked at and I, I had to get some medication to put on it because there was a cut and I felt bad about it but my mom told the truth, and that's good. She did. Uh, I got in trouble. That's that's good. I should have gotten in trouble. I was taken away by child services for basically the summer, and I had to go, and they had to evaluate me, make sure I was safe to return home, make sure I wasn't just some violent jackass. That's fine. I accept that punishment. I accept that I need to be, that they need to have professionals look at. That's good. My question for my mom that I asked her. And she never got it. I don't think she still un I still don't think she understands this question. Because the answer she gave me is the most is just the dumbest response one can give. We're gonna talk about arguments on one of these episodes too, because we I had some fun ones with these people. With my mom and John. Uh so in one of one of my conversations I had with my mother talking about it was why did she tell the truth when I messed up? But when John messes up, she lied. And she goes, oh, should I lie for both of you? No, Mom, that is not my point. My point is not that you should lie and cover for me, because I messed up. I should have gotten in trouble. Yes, I was a kid, and that's fine. I, I feel like I shouldn't get away with things that I make a mistake with, even if I'm a kid or if I'm an adult. doesn't matter. I made a mistake. Someone needs to tell me, hey, you messed up. This is what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to do it that way. That's a good thing. Uh, John beat the living daylights out of me. I tell my school, the school shows, uh, not the school, the school calls child services, child services shows up to make sure I'm okay. To, to try to see what's going on. And you lie and tell them that I lied. And I ask you why that's okay, and you reply with, am I supposed to lie for you both? No, mom, you're an idiot. You're supposed to tell the truth when I make a mistake, but you're also supposed to tell the truth when John would screw up. And I know now that you say that you didn't because you were scared of him. I was 10. So wasn't I. And I went to school and told the truth. Apparently I have a bigger spine than you ever did. And ever will. Because according to you, you have done nothing wrong ever. In one of these future episodes, I am going to explain why you are wrong. Because according to you, you have done nothing wrong. You have no, never done anything wrong. You are a perfect, as you put it, perfect Christian. And you know in the eyes of the Lord you will make it to heaven. Because you have never done anything wrong. I know, based on reading the Bible, and based on what I know about Christianity, that there is no such thing as a perfect Christian. And that is why you need your Jesus Christ. But we're not going to talk about faith. We're not going to talk about religion. I just... 
not going to talk about that stuff because there might be disagreements between me and my family when it comes to faith. One of these days I'll release an episode that talks about it, and on that day will be a very unfortunate day. But that is okay. There can be that problem later. But for now, my problem with my mom is that she needs all the help she can get. She needs a therapist, and she needs to talk to the therapist about the issues that she has. She won't. She needs to see a psychiatrist so she can get diagnosed with whatever mental problems she has. According to her, she doesn't have any. She's wrong. I'm not a trained psychiatrist, so I can't tell you what's wrong with her. I can tell you my personal opinion based on what I see and based on what I know. I know she would be diagnosed with depression. I know she would be diagnosed with some sort of anger issue. I know she would be diagnosed with some sort of... Uh, not split person, some sort of personality disorder because not that it's a split personality but the egotistical side of things. She has an extremely bad ego. And that's unfortunate and it's one of the things like so the three things I hate most in the world is I hate people who are liars I hate people who so the three things I hate the most I hate liars I hate people who attack people I care about and I hate people who attack my character my mom is all three of those things she lies every damn day to everyone who she talks to in public anytime she's brought onto this anytime she has to talk to government officials lies anytime she has to talk to somebody about a situation that's happening lies anytime yeah and she's also a hypocrite but that falls under lying she attacks people i care about by basically making everyone that i know that i care about including my siblings feel small and insignificant and unimportant and the way she attacks my character that would take a million years to explain but basically she attacks my character by making me feel like I am the most useless person in the face of this earth. And that if I died today, if I died right now, no one would give a damn. And maybe that's for the best. Maybe it's not. Makes me feel unloved, unlovable. Makes me understand that in this world, no one cares about me. No one will ever care about me. And sure, some people might tell me that I'm wrong, or that someone out there does, or that people care about me. Who the hell cares about me? I can't find anybody. I don't know anybody. Some of my girls, your siblings. I don't know if they do. And again, that's my mom's fault. But I don't know if they do. I don't know if they'll ever do. I don't think I. I don't know if I will ever know if anyone cares about me. I know people. I know some of my siblings say nice things to me, but I don't know if they say that because they care about me or they say that because they have to. Like last year, my brother Daytona. My brother Tuna got married, and uh, on the day that Tuna got married, I found out the only reason why he invited me to his wedding was because I'm family, and he felt like he had to. He didn't say that to me. His wife didn't say that to me. My mom said that to me. My mom said my brother invited me there because I was family, and I had to be there. 
That hurts. That really hurts. Not because I got him an expensive wedding gift. I did, but that's not why it hurts. It hurts because my brother should want me there not because I'm family. He should want me there because he wants me there, because he likes me. He invited some of his friends. His friends didn't show up because they're related. They showed up because Daytona wanted them there. I wish with all my heart that I knew my family actually gave a damn. I know my mom never will. That I've accepted. But I wish my siblings cared. I don't think they ever will. I don't think they ever could. Sucks that when my brother got married, the only reason why he invited me was because I'm family and he had to. But, oh boy, we went on a tangent, didn't we? Anyway, that's fine. It's fine. That's perfectly a-okay. Some things don't stay on topic, and that's alright. The main topic for this thing was supposed to be vacations, and it kind of was, it kind of wasn't, but that's alright. Back to vacations. Oh, man, I should just make each episode just have a number and not even label them or something. should be like, this episode, we're going to talk about more dramatic stuff and just talk about shit, because I never stay on topic. That would be fun, because then I could just release whatever the hell I want with no, oblig with no obligations of thinking I know what I have to, what I want to talk about. Ugh. Probably make for more entertaining episodes. Probably make for more depressing episodes and whatnot. I could just vent for an hour. That's sort of the point of this podcast. It's, it's not really. I don't know if people are going to listen. I know people are listening, which surprised the hell out of me. Thank you for listening, uh, everyone that does. I really appreciate it. And yeah, I mean, I guess let's see how many people listen to this. I'm actually, I'm curious to know who listens to this. Because I, I didn't think anyone would. I thought maybe a couple people, but there's a, there's a bit more than that, which surprised me. Um, but I'm not doing this for views. I'm not doing this for people to watch or listen. I, I'm doing this. I'm specific. I was specifically doing this just as a therapeutic set, like a therapeutic idea, uh, something to talk to. Like, I, I, this is all the thoughts that are in my head about my childhood. And I, I thank you for the people who are actually listening. I just want you to know that I'm just doing this basically as a as a journal but I'm, I'm uploading it so like I, it's out there like I feel like I'm releasing it into the world and I don't have to worry about it anymore and but so thank you for listening thank you for just thank you um I'm gonna keep making these episodes for as long as I can I'm gonna finish up season one and, and 13 ep uh, after 13 episodes I'll end season one season two will be different but a little different, but it'll be generally the same where I vent and maybe there's maybe a host shows up and vents with me. It It's going to be, this is good. I, I didn't think we would listen, but I thank you. But again, so vacations for me always ended the same, same way. Uh, it always ended in violence, uh, generally from John beating the crap out of me, sometimes beating the crap out of my siblings. There's some good memories from vacations. You know what? Let's talk about those. Let's talk about some funny ones. So one of my siblings, uh, one of my younger siblings, my, one of my younger brothers, used to do this thing where he would stand straight up, and then he would take his head and, like, bend his, from his waist, he'd bend it so his head was in the dirt, and he would run forward just screaming, like, bulldozer, and he, he would bulldoze the dirt with the top of his head, and I remember seeing him do that a bunch and thinking, you know, like, what the hell are you doing, and I tried it, 
And it, it feels weird. Like, the sand pushing on your head like that does kind of have, like, when it's cool sand, you know, before the sun hits it and becomes extremely hot. When it's the cool sand that runs through over your head, that does feel kind of nice. Of course, just jumping in the water feels better. But I was like, oh, okay, maybe he's doing it because it feels nice on his scalp. I don't know. But he, he used to do bulldoze, and he'd push the dirt around. Like he'd be, If he wanted to build a sandcastle, he'd push around the dirt just so he could have mounds of dirt where he wanted them, and then he'd build a sandcastle. And it's just, I was like, that's, that's funny. And it wasn't, we didn't have pails, and we didn't have shovels, and we didn't have, like, plastic toy trucks that we could use. We had all those things when we were kids. Well, sometimes. John smashed a lot of them. But we did have them. We had we had some of them. We had a lot of pails and shovels. We didn't have a lot of the other ones. But we, ha- we had toys that we could use to move dirt around. My brother was just insane. It was funny. Uh, I liked seeing him do that. It was it was, it was was always hilarious. So th- there are good memories. Very small little like, ah, that was a good time. Pretty sure that vacation ended with me getting my ass kicked. But th- that part of the memory was nice. Uh, other things that went wrong on vacations that should have went right. I wasn't allowed to go whale watching with all my siblings because John was mad with me, so he didn't want to pay for me to go whale watching. Okay, I went deep sea fishing, though. That was kind of fun. Don't think anybody that I went with caught anything. But I had fun. I have a couple memories from that. Uh, That didn't end badly. That vacation did. That memory of going on a boat, or on kind of a ship, actually, and having those giant raws that you drop straight deep into the ocean to try to, you know, because deep sea fishing, you're trying to catch uh, just something at the, near the bottom. And you just stand there and watch and listen and you wait to see or kind of feel the, the yank. Because you, you can put your hand on the rod and feel when it yanks. You're, you can also just sit there and watch it. And we sat there and watched it for a while. They had TVs playing and they had uh, tennis on. And I, I watched the tennis for a little bit. And got made a funnel for that because it's tennis. So I got made funnel for watching tennis. I wasn't watching tennis because I enjoy watching tennis. I was watching it because I was watching the rod for an hour and nothing changed and I got bored. And I started looking around and I noticed the TV was on. But I got made fun of it because it was tennis. I also got made fun of. I also got made fun of because it was female tennis players. So I got fun of for watching females, watching girls play tennis. Like what? It doesn't matter who I'm watching or what I'm watching. Also, I'm a guy, so yes, I'm gonna like girls. Well, not yes, I'm gonna like girls, but yes, I like girls. But like, why would you make fun of me for that? Also, I was a kid. What the fuck? I'm bored. Let me watch tennis or whatever the hell. Like even if they put the news on, I'm sure I would have watched the news. I'm sure if it was a bunch of like, just whatever, like, today in the news, like, I probably would have been like, oh, look, something that isn't me watching my rod for another five hours, do nothing. I made fun of for that, and got, I got beat later, not that day. Woo, did I get beat later that day? I think so, I think I got beat at supper time. Uh, but so some, some vacations have good memories mixed in with them, just a lot of them, unfortunately, most of them ended with violence. So anytime it's like, oh, we did this, this was fun, followed up by getting attacked. There's other things that were really good that happened. Uh, another time we went uh, to a different place, and one of my, and we, we, we all had to pack our bags. You know, you pack all your clothes, you pack a book, or, you know, something stupid. You just pack everything you think you're going to need for the trip. But for some reason, I completely blanked on packing either a blanket or a sleeping bag or something to sleep in, right, at night, because we're sleeping in tents. 
And everyone else apparently didn't need to pack it because everyone else had like sleeping bags and whatnot. I didn't, but whatever, that's fine. I didn't know I had to pack. But I can't sleep. Doesn't matter if it's 20 degrees or 130 degrees. I can't sleep unless I have something covering me. I don't know why it's like that, but that's just how it is. One of my siblings saw that I I didn't have a blanket or a sleeping bag and unzipped their sleeping bag. Mind you, this is one of my much younger siblings. I'm not gonna even if they're not in that sleeping bag, I'm not going to fit in that sleeping bag. Like I'll fit like a leg in and be like, ah good. Uh but he saw that I didn't have something, so he unzipped the side of his sleeping bag and said, Hey, come here. And I like rolled over and he like pulled part of his sleeping bag and like threw it over me. It didn't cover much of me, it covered like part of my like part of my side and like one of my legs. But I was ex- like, it made me feel some joy there that that like my sibling cared a little bit about me or cared enough about me to be like, oh man, you're cold or hey, you need a blanket. Here you go, man. Have a blanket. Again, little kid, just looking out for their older brother, which was really nice because it made it when we, at least when I was younger and my siblings were much younger, we all had the same disdain for John, and we still, the ones that are still around, we still all do. Uh, but it, it was nice knowing that, like, I had been there for my brother enough that he cared about me, and I, I he, that I cared, and he knew I cared about him, and, gonna be, gonna be honest, gonna miss, gonna miss him. He's unfortunate, one of my siblings that passed away. I, I will always miss him. I haven't really cried much. He's been gone for Almost a year. It's been ten months, a little over ten months. I haven't, I haven't cried much. Cried at his funeral. Pretty much the only time I cried, and I didn't cry in front of people. Not because I can't. Actually, no, not because I don't want to. It's because I can't. I, I for some reason, I, I know it's partially because I'm the oldest, and it's partially because of everything we've been through. But I, I have a hard time crying in front of my siblings. I think it's partially. I think it's because my subconscious partially wants to show them that I'm strong and I'm there for them. So I I haven't cried a lot. It's hard for me to show emotion, but I do miss him. I will always miss him. And it sucks that he's not around anymore. And I hope the ones that are still around know A, that I care about them. B, that I will always care about them. And see that we can all be better and we can all be stronger for each other. It's really important that we do the right thing for each other. And that's not a message for my family. That's a message for everyone in the world. It's important we're there for everyone. Because we don't know what anyone's going through. We don't know what they've been through. We can't know what they're going through and we can't really know what they've been through. Unless they talk about it, we can't know. So, it's always important that we're there for them. It's important that we do the right thing. It's important that we try. Again, we might not like to, we might not want to, but we we need to. Because if we're not there for each other, then who will be there for us? We need to stand up for one another. One of these days, I swear I'm going to make a positive episode. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Again, 
I didn't think anyone would listen to this podcast, but I really appreciate the time that you guys put out of your put aside to listen to these and I really really hope you guys have a great rest of your week or next couple of weeks and uh, there will be another episode coming in the next couple of weeks I'm, I'm trying to make these closer together uh, obviously this one's closer to the second episode than the second episode is to the first episode but we're gonna we're gonna keep this thing rolling I'm gonna keep doing these I'm having a good time with them I hope you guys are well actually I can't seem having a good time with them I'm having I'm enjoying making them, but sometimes when I start going and I start realizing what the topic is, my brain starts to feel a little sad because I remember everything I've been through. And I don't talk about everything. There's still a lot to get through. There's still a lot of bad to get through. We still got to talk about. There's still way too much to talk about. We have 20 years, at the bare minimum, 20 years of bullshit to get through. And we haven't even scratched the surface. But again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being here. Hope you guys have a good rest of your week. See you guys. Uh, well, I won't see you, but I'll be dropping another podcast in the next couple of weeks. Another episode. Hope you guys have a good rest of your... Uh, have a good one. Hope you guys have a great summer. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.